Good morning on the 31st of July, last day of July. Let's talk about uh, last night real quickly. So we had a nice day going. Looked like we're gonna get a four and two plus a parlay winner for five and two until Texas gave up five runs in the bottom of the eighth. And we lost that plus one and a half same game parlay with over six and a half. There were 16 runs scored, so we got that one pretty easily. Funny thing is, then three and three on the straight bets, 3.05 up and 3.05 down. Doesn't get any more of a push than that. And the winning day came from the parlay where we had the Yankees to win paired up with the over six and a half, an adjusted line in that uh, Angels and Rangers game. And of course it was 16. So we got that one pretty cleanly. All right, so let's move on to today. I've got a lot of action today and we're gonna finish out this month strong. So the first play, is Philadelphia visiting Pittsburgh. You gotta like Philadelphia here with Nola, but Brubaker's been pretty hot for Pittsburgh, so we can't pay, pay that kind of juice. So we're going with Philadelphia and under 11 and a half in the same game parlay. We get that at the 115 to 120 range. Just a hair of juice on that. It's well worth it. Getting quite a bit of reduction in that line and under 11 and a half seems pretty solid to me. As a matter of fact, I think the game could go under this normal, the naked line. Moving on, Arizona and Atlanta. We're going with a total in this one. Going to take under eight and a half, Arizona and Atlanta. What do we got going on here? We've got Max Fried for Atlanta, Merrill Kelly for Arizona. You've got probably offensively challenged Arizona when they're on the road here in Atlanta. Atlanta could do well offensively, but Merrill Kelly's the one guy in Arizona that could shut them down. So eight and a half looks good. Now it is moving a little bit, moving against what we'd want. I was going to recommend under eight and a half, and I was able to get it at, excuse me, under eight. I was able to get it at eight and a half. I just like it that much more. But it should be noted that money is obviously taking that number up, and the public money is not the reason for that. So there's sharp money going to the over on that game. I will be on the under on that game. The next one is Milwaukee in Boston. Yep, there's going to be two naked totals in one day. I'm going to take the over on this one. Milwaukee and Boston over. Aaron Ashby against Josh Winkowski. This would be the two ideal pitchers currently, current form, to take it over where they're playing each other, the handedness of the pitchers left and right matches up well with the opposite team's left and right stats for batting. And you've got some wind going out a little bit, a little bit straight out in Boston. This is set up for an over. I like it. I think it's probably 11 or 12. We'll see. Next game, Cleveland and Tampa Bay. Believe it or not, I was saying, this is the last cut of the day is an over in Tampa Bay and Cleveland, over six and a half. That's the last one that didn't make it, but I'll get an over in there. What I'm gonna do first, though, is I'm gonna take Tampa Bay on the run line. Minus one and a half at plus 100. It's hard to pass up on that, plus 100, but you've gotta win by two. You do have, allegedly, the best pitcher in the American League star of the All-Star game, Shane McClanahan, against Brian Shaw, who's really kind of more of an opener at this point for Cleveland. And that's kind of the reason why I like that over. But if Cleveland can put enough relievers together to keep uh, Tampa Bay's bats quiet, you never know. So I won't take that over six and a half, but I will take an additional bet. 
This is why, by the way, these are all one unit. Every single one's one unit, including this one here where I've got a unit on the run line for Tampa Bay. And I'm gonna do another unit on Tampa Bay to win and over three and a half. So obviously if I almost took the over six and a half, I certainly want the over three and a half. I don't need to do anything else with that. Gonna pay the most juice of the day at minus 130. So Tampa Bay over three and a half, Tampa Bay and over three and a half, same game parlay, minus 130. Again, yeah, I'm doing a full unit each. You could split it up half unit each. I like it enough to do a full unit each, but there is a little bit of a hedge here that Tampa Bay doesn't win by two, but does get the, the uh, win. And if they don't win by two, I'm thinking that's leaning a little bit more towards the overside because of Cleveland getting some runs on the board. All right, now Mets and Miami. That's our next play. Definitely going with the Mets here, but again, I'm not a fan of paying in the 150 range for chalk on this. You got Taiwan Walker, Pablo Lopez. These are two guys that should keep the score down. So the under is where I would lean. Not enough to take under seven here, but the Mets to win and under 11 and a half at minus 105 is a lock for me. It's played, it's a, it's a winner as far as I'm concerned. Again, Pablo Lopez is a good pitcher. It's possible, this is not a handicapping strategy, it's possible that he's pulled out before this game even starts. He could be traded. I don't think he will be. I think they want him on the team for a while yet. But he is out there in the trade market if the price is right. And if the deal comes down quick enough, and the, the deadline is Tuesday, uh, late afternoon, early evening, depending on what part of the country you're at, he might get pulled out early. They don't want to pitch him. So that's only going to help you taking the Mets. So obviously you want, to you want to list Walker and you want to have action on the Miami side if you're doing something like that. But it's not really an option in most of the books uh, for the same game parlay, really. It's doable. All right, so Mets and under 11 and a half, minus 105. Next play, Seattle and Houston. Now we're going to take an underdog straight up here. I like Seattle in this spot to beat Houston at plus 115. Again, there's that's what I'm going to call that an ish. You should be able to get around that price, maybe even a little better. We'll see how that line moves. I think the money will come towards Houston in the end. But right now, I like Kirby quite a bit for Seattle. I do not like Jake Odorizzi of Houston. As a matter of fact, I think he's their worst starting pitcher. I'm probably not the only one that thinks that. Uh, there are certainly, he's on the rotation, so somebody likes him. They have enough money and enough trade chip to get somebody else in there if they want to. We'll see what they do. But Seattle outright at plus 115, one unit. However, similar to the Tampa Bay side on the other side of the coin, I'm going to take another unit on this game. In this one, though, I'm going to take Seattle plus one and a half, same game parlay with over four and a half at minus 115. So now, and you know that 28% of all MLB games end in one run margin. 28% if, you know, plus or minus a few points based on what year, what year it is, but 28% is a good number to look at. You've got what I consider a better pitcher, but you're on the road. Houston is a powerful offensive team. They could sneak one out in the end. 
So let's let's uh, hedge ourselves that, but another full unit on it. Seattle plus one and a half over four and a half. Again, I think they went outright, and I think there'll be a few runs in this game as well. All right, the next one. This is a game I hate to bet on because I don't like to put money on the White Sox. But the White Sox look like a logical play here. So White Sox and under 10.5 at minus 110. You should not want to play the White Sox on the run line. That will be the logical play. But you are going to pay enough juice where it becomes illogical, in my opinion, to play that. I would, I would not, and I, I am not, will not put White Sox money down for the run line at minus 130 or so. That won't happen. But I do think the White Sox can get this thing done. Now, the pitching advantage seems significant. Dylan Cease has given up three earned runs in the last 10 games. Three. He has given up nine unearned runs in the last 10 games. Those were, however, the far end of that spectrum. These uh, eighth, ninth, and tenth games back is when those unearned runs come in. And again, that's not really something he can control to a large degree. He's been shutting people down. So you have to look at the under in this game, and I look strongly at that as well. But I can't play the under on this game on its own. It's at eight. It opened at seven and a half. So money is coming on the upside. A lot of that would be because Oakland's been pretty hot. Very hot, actually. One of the hotter teams in baseball. And because Adam Aller is going for Oakland, who is by far their weakest starter. That being said, he hasn't had that much experience. He had three or four games in April and May and did not do well at all. Blown up. He has had two last starts on schedule here in July. He's on schedule with this third start in July. And he beat the Astros twice. His numbers weren't fantastic, but he was playing the Astros, one at, one at home, one away. And the Oakland team won both games. So he's a gamer. He's getting it done. He's got some stuff. He's got some, a little bit of heat. He's got some tools. I wouldn't sleep on him, but you can't bet on Adam Aller and Oakland in this spot. And I think Oakland's probably ready to cool down. And I think Chicago realizes here they are at 550 and 50 on the season. If you intend to do something in your division, and it's a pretty weak division, you better start making noise against a team that has one of the lowest scoring offenses in the league. It should be second last right now, should be third last here shortly when Pittsburgh continues to do poorly. All right, enough of that. So Chicago, White Sox, and under 10.5, minus 110. That's the play. Now we're going to do some parlays, two of them. Those totals, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tease them a little bit. I'm going to take the Arizona game to go under 10.5 and, and the Boston game to go over 7.5. So we're giving ourselves two runs. Instead of 8.5, 9.5, we're going to under 10.5 and, and then over 7.5 respectively. So two-run cushion over the standard line. And we'll get that at basically even money. We'll get that at plus 100 to minus 105. The next game is Tampa Bay and the White Sox, two-team parlay at minus 105. That's the plays. So we got quite a full slate here. I think we're going to do pretty well to end this month off. It's been a great month. Has been a little bit of a struggle the last, you know, probably when I was bragging about being up, what is it, 40 or 45 units about a week ago. 
been kind of a little rough since then, but we've been more treading water, doing the dog paddle rather than a nice uh, Michael Phelps stroll through it. So let's get some money today. Best of luck.